I'm over here now. I was over there. Now I'm over here. Sure. I'll bring all my shoes and my, my glasses with me. So I have them. <laughs> Yeah, I'm with the OGs on the block to see the terror Eating pasta primavera, feeding caca be together People never know the wild shit we might say Grew up on Eddie Murphy, Jerky Boys and Dice Play. I've been waking up nights screaming Brooklyn Blast podcast Mama took my porn mags, jerkins and a soft rags Easy when we talk about Mr. Ferrari Cause we go way back when we used to play Atari Sparked weed, taking shots like the Fratelli's RV Doing donuts in the parking lot at Arby's Car keys, now you can't leave, lock the door Please, Jimmy's on a mission. Time to start the intervention. Let's go. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm over here now. Um, please do me a favor and don't um, don't fast forward this. I just need I just needed to uh, announce something for uh, for a friend of mine that uh, I told him that I would give it a shout, give him a shout out, and uh, help him out on this episode, but. I'm not gonna lie. I kind of, I kind of fucked up, and I completely forgot about it. Well, actually, I didn't completely forget about it. It kind of just slipped my mind while I was uh, in the middle of recording this episode with Pete Cola. And when it was over with, and I shut down the Zoom and I shut down the recording, I was like, ah, shit. So I'm just recording this and tacking it on the beginning because I told him I would, and um, what he's doing is. It's it's a good thing for an unfortunate situation. Um, his name, I'm not going to give out his government name on here, but um, his name on Facebook is Orlando Furioso. Um, he's, um, make, make a long story short, um, he lost two of his oldest friends to suicide earlier this year. And um, as a tribute, He's um he decided to try to put together a hardcore compilation to benefit a substance abuse and suicide prevention charity. Um, chances are that that maybe even yourself or somebody in your family or a friend of yours has a problem or has died to due to it. Um, I know I have. Um, so um he uh. He was reaching out to a few people, and um, a label in the UK was going to provide a bunch of bands and release the record under their banner, but they bricked up completely, um, I don't know, probably about a couple of months back now. So um, he's trying to find more bands and possibly a label to help release or just at least promote it. Um, He has bands... um, already lined up but he's looking for a few more so if you're in a band and you want to contribute a song or if you're friends with somebody in a band that would like to contribute a song to this compilation all the proceeds go to um like i said a a substance abuse or suicide prevention charity um so far he has uh these are the bands that he has so far um, Secret Society, Young and Restless, Hometown Crew, Gravity Well, One on One, Mantlet, uh, Butcher's Hill, Brave New World, The Car Bomb Parade, Lockdown, Four in the Chamber, and Apparition. Um, you know, so if you, like I said, if you know somebody um, or you yourself are in a band and you want to contribute, 
that would be kind of fucking cool. Um, you know, listen, if it helps somebody, you know, what's the problem? You know what I mean? Um, thank, well, I'm just too much of a knucklehead. I needed help a lot of times, but I was just too much of a knucklehead or my jerk off pride just never, uh, made me reach out really. Um, and it got me, really didn't get me anywhere. Learned the hard way, I guess, but some people are in, in, in need and listen, it also helps out your band maybe, you know? if he gets, you know, proper distribution, and I don't even know what proper means, I mean, it's a hardcore compilation, you know, it's a completely DIY thing to help, and it's in, you know, it's in um, memory of his two best friends that, that he lost, so hit him up on Facebook, um, his name on Facebook is Orlando Furioso HC, um, he's, uh, he lives in D.C., He's a hardcore kid. So, you know, what have you got to lose? And, um, that's pretty much that. And just a note about this coming, this, this episode coming up. Um, well, the episode you're about to listen to. Um, it was, I had to, I felt like I needed to cut a little bit short. Because, um, you know, his daughter, um, Pete's daughter goes to bed kind of early. And I just didn't really, you know, obviously I'm, I appreciated his time and I'm not trying to impose or hold him hostage when he has legitimate family things to take care of, like taking care of his daughter and, you know, stuff like that. So I don't know. I hope you enjoy it. Um, I did a couple of different things because as everyone knows, well, if you don't know now, if you don't know, you'll find out now, but I've done episodes with Pete was the last person in sick of it all that I, I I guess needed to do an episode with in order to round out the entire band. But it's like, how many times am I going to talk about, you know, the same thing, that Scratch the Surface is a great record, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, so I really, I really didn't do any of that stuff. Um, I kind of threw it back to episode 50, and we were just kind of bouncing around a little bit. So I hope you enjoy it. And, uh, yeah, with all that said... Hit up Orlando Furioso on Facebook. Um, like I said, if you're in a band or you know of a band or run a label, I have friends who run a label, and try to help this guy out. And it's for a good cause. So um, with all that said, I'm going to shut my fucking mouth now and uh, enjoy this episode with the one and only Pete Cola from the greatest hardcore band, in my opinion, that was ever formed. The Mighty Sick of It All. I'm over here now. Peace. Episode 190 of the Brooklyn Blast Furnace podcast with my guest over here from Flushing Queens, the, yeah. charisma- the charismatic showman, I'll say, <laughs> uh, Pete Cola, the guitarist for the legendary Sick of It All, also, oh. known, in, also known in some circles as the Cardio King. <laughs> No? Why not? Yeah, listen, you keep in shape. You guys are a well well oiled machine, so it's all good. How you been, man? I'm doing all right. I wish uh we were able to play. Oh, Jesus Christ. You and fucking thousands of other people, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's my job. I haven't worked in what six months now or whatever. At least. It's like almost seven months, seven and a half months. It's insane. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. You know, you know. 
just obviously, yeah, it's your job, but how about all the people too, man? People are dying for a show. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's fucking, who, who would ever thought this shit would be? Yeah, it's pretty messed up. Yeah, and it's like, you know, we were just talking just for a minute before I press record, and I had Lou on earlier on what, you know, maybe like, I don't know, in the double digits of episodes. Um, I just recently recorded with Armand. That's not out yet. But um, I had Craig on, and we, me and Craig, you know, how, how much are me and him going to talk about the same thing? So we, we text each other regularly, and we were going back and forth about this whole virus thing and this and that and this and that, and he went on a tangent. And the last one that I did with him, it, yeah, we touched on sick of it all, but it was mostly like his thoughts about what the fuck is going on in the world. You know, not necessarily politically, but mostly like with the whole control thing and the virus and all that. And he's like, yo, we've been fucking writing songs and singing about this shit for decades, you know? <laughs> he's like, he's like, what do you think we're all screaming about? You know, sometimes it's, you know, having fun with your friends. Sometimes it could be a little bit political. Sometimes it's just, you know, nonsense. But then, you know, I mean, what the fuck are we talking about here? So I just wanted to just, and I don't interview nobody, Pete. I'm just gonna, I'm just, I'm, I have no notes here. Actually, I do because something I want to do with you in a, little, in a little while. But, you know, I don't interview nobody. So I'm just winging this right now, like I always do. But what are you like, like, what do you think? Is there like a nefarious fucking plot going on here with all this stuff? Well, with the virus? Yeah, with the virus and everything else that's going along with it. And, and you know, this it, it's it's putting a damper on a lot of things. Not necessarily shows, but I'm just, you know, voting and this and just crushing businesses and all that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm not really sure about it. I, I know the, the virus is real. If anyone's saying that it isn't, it's right. like we have neighbors who've died, you know, and right. good friends of ours who've had it, mm-hmm. you know, so it's an actual real thing. But uh, I can't really tell you the main root of uh, world domination involved with it. Right. <laughs> I'm sure Craig has given you volumes on it. Oh, yeah. He was he was uh, he was ranting and raving a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> Was a little bit. Yeah, he gets all he gets all uh gets himself all riled up and shit with his bad connection up in the woods. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hiding in the woods from the virus. Yeah, it's crazy. Got a little motorcycle, he's fucking, you know, putting around up there in the woods. It's fucking awesome, dude. So well, I mean, it's I know it's out it's out for a few for a few months now. And uh, but congratulations on the book. If nobody's, come on, if if people don't know yet, I don't know where you've been, but The Blood and the Sweat, The History of Sick of It All is Call of Brothers. Um, phenomenal fucking book. It's so fucking good, man. Thank and, you, uh, thank you. Oh, absolutely, man. And huge shout out to Howie Abrams. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah, he was on here twice. I love talking with Howie. We could just, me and Howie could just talk for hours and hours about everything. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what it was like recording the book. Oh, like I'm, I'm sure. And, you know, me and Lou would be on the line. We would just like the way the book is laid out. It's like we're kind of just talking. It's like a conversation. It is. Yeah. So um, like now we're doing the audio book. And I'll be like, does this really make sense? I'm, I'm going from this thought straight into another thought. But that's the way you talk. 
Exactly. You know? So like we ran off into one direction and then I was like, damn, this doesn't really make sense, but it, it does. Cause it comes back around. You know? Gotcha. Yeah, man. So yeah, I saw, I saw that post on Instagram of you, you know, recording and I, I had no idea. The first time I heard about it was when I saw that post. Yeah. Um, do you have any idea? Like, like where are you at as far as within the book recording it? Uh, I'm not sure what page it's like. We're on the, the fifth chapter, I think. Okay. So, so each time we record, we just do a chapter gotcha. and recording. It takes four to five hours, a chapter because you don't want it to sound like, you know, I went to the show <laughs> and we had fun, you know? Yeah. So you want it to flow. But like anybody, when you're reading something, your mind is skipping ahead because it knows what it's going to say, but it's not the exact words in the book. Right. So the company that's putting it out, they want it to be exactly what it says in the book. Mm -hmm. So you have to go back and get every single word exactly the way it's in the book, but you don't want it to sound like you're reading it. Reading the book, right. So, so you go over lines and lines and lines and until it comes out with your accent, you know, the way that you actually speak. Sure. So you don't want it to sound fucked up. Yeah. You want and, your inflection and this and that, yeah, yeah. Like, like a normal organic conversation. Yeah. And it's funny because we'll laugh and we, you know, cause like there's funny shit in there. So mm -hmm. I'll be laughing on the microphone while Lou's reading stuff. So we want the, them to keep that in. And we do our own voices. Like if we're talking like, you know, these, these Queens Guidos said this to us, then we'll make voices of the Queens Guidos. Yeah. <laughs> but like right now, if see Craig and Armand are going to record their parts, but if they don't, Lou and I do their voices. Oh, Jesus so. Christ. That'll be great. <laughs> so that, I think that'll be better that we're doing the voices, but yeah. We'll I think see. I think so too. That would be hysterical. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, these freaks do a rock. What, what do you call it? a fight rock? A fight rock up by I Rock Z. Yeah, yeah. Fight rocks. That's gonna be our new merch thing. You should listen. <laughs> listen. The, the guy or girl, whoever it was that invented, remember my pet rock? The guy made a million dollars, lives in a mansion now because of this <laughs> fucking thing. I would buy a sick bro. I listen. I bought sick of it all hot sauce. I'll buy a fucking sick of it all rock. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? It's a conversation piece. You throw it on the shelf with all the other shit that I have. You just carry it around in case someone you know yells at you and you and throw you a rock at their car. Yeah, just <laughs> random rocks. Just, just we we'll just get a stamper with the dragon on it. That's it. Limited. Edition. You coin it limited edition. Yeah. Yeah. Limited to how many you're going to buy. There you go. Right. <laughs> Listen, you're on to something, Pete. Uh. Yeah. So you, you have, um, well, actually, um, it was actually like an accident, but you have, uh, you have some T-shirts that you fucking sell, which is pretty cool. This guy, this kid is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so and this guy, he actually did one of me. I don't even know why. Well, that's cool. Yeah, it was awesome. I'm like, yo, this is fucking awesome. What is it? I don't know. It's his on Instagram. It's if anyone wants to check him out, it's I don't know how you pronounce it. Kubaneka, Kubaneka, K U B I N E C A. 
He's yeah. like overseas somewhere, Scotland or something, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Scotland. I actually, I actually owe him. I, I have to send him one of those shirts. Oh yeah. Yeah. I I have it sitting right here. <laughs> and you I haven't sent it out yet though. <laughs> listen, it's, listen, it's a pandemic. You can't get to the post office. Yeah, it'll probably yeah. cost them. Yeah, you know, it costs a lot sending stuff to Europe. Dude, it's like that. It's like no joke. It'll cost like twenty five dollars to send that to Europe. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. One of my friends, one of my friends just ordered, uh, you know, the glow in the dark one, the, yes. the new one, and he's in England. He's he bought two shirts, so that's forty bucks. But the shipping to England was sixty seven bucks, dude. I was like, "What are you crazy?" I said, "I could have just, you know, bootleg it myself in my fucking kitchen." Yeah, it's ridiculous, man. It's so ridiculous. It's just the, the shipping to Europe was like crazy. Yeah, I'll make a run of shirts every once in a while. Like, not even a lot. Like, 50 shirts. Like, like take them now. I'm, I never make them again. Like, one, like just limited runs real quick. And people are like, yo, man, can you mail it to me in, in like, England? I'm like, if you're this willing office. to spend, like, $65, yeah. $70 for one T-shirt with the shipping, then I'll mail it to you, dude. Yeah, as long as you're paying the shipping. Yeah, as long as you're paying the shipping, I don't care. I think you're insane. I wouldn't do that. It's my shirt, but I don't, I don't care. I, w- I wouldn't buy my shirt for that much. <laughs> fucking stupid, man. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Shit, man. Um, <laughs> so can, can, you you want to go back in time a little bit? We'll 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 just we'll just touch a little bit because, like I said before, we started recording. You know, you you've done this a lot, Pete. You know what I mean? I was actually thinking about, you know, what am I going to talk to him about that he hasn't talked about 75,000 times already, you know? <laughs> so, but we're going to have to touch on a little bit of that because I think that's what some people want. And so, like I said, some people might not know. Now, originally from Flushing, Queens. Born in Flushing Hospital. Oh, look at Ash. <laughs> and... Obviously, your brother, Lou, is a singer for Sick of It All, and you have two other brothers. Yeah. Who's the baby in the family? Me. You're the baby. Yeah, so Steve is the oldest, Matt, Lou, and then me. Hmm. Okay. And then, but you were a metalhead along with your brother. See, I, I think that's great because I was a huge fucking metalhead. Like, that's how really? I, that's how metal's I found great. hardcore. Metal's great. I, I still listen to it. I don't give a of shit. Course. Of course. Of course. You gotta yeah. listen to everything. Yeah, <laughs> man. I go down these YouTube wormholes, man. Like the last few days, because I just recently I recorded an episode with John Zazula from Megaforce yeah. Records, Johnny Z. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. So, so that 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 shit is like a huge part of like my young teenage years. Like all those Megaforce bands. First of all, the first two Metallica records, Testament, fucking Overkill, Anthrax. They have a there's a Man of War record out on Merciful Fate, like. There's so much shit that, like, it's ridiculous. So I've been going down these YouTube fucking wormholes. My girlfriend's looking at me like I'm crazy because I'm watching, like, Anthrax Live 1985 and some crazy. But I love that shit, man. And that's how I found hardcore. I found hardcore accidentally going to Lemoore's. I went to go see Suicidal Tendencies. And it was White Zombie opened. This is before they were big, obviously. And then the second band on was Leeway. I I, I remember that show. I don't think I was there, though. I don't think I went to it. No? Uh, Well, it it sounds cliche and stupid, but that was like a a pivotal point in my life, dude. You know, like 
Eddie came on and they opened up with Rise and Fall. I, I was unfamiliar with Leeway. I was not familiar with them. I heard of them. I knew they play. I see them on flyers a lot, but I really didn't know from them. And he came out and they kicked into Rise and Fall. And that fucking place went insane. And the very <laughs> next day, the very next day, I bought Born to Expire and Agnostic Front, Liberty and Justice. And like I like I did that's like the perfect, those two records are, are very, very metal. So it was perfect segue. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And then I went backwards. And then I went e- easing easing you into the the hardcore stuff. Yes. And then yeah. I went in reverse and then I found like, you know, victim in pain. And then yeah. obviously you guys. And I saw it was like, I don't know, it was there was a certain part of the headbangers ball for a small amount of time. It was called the triple thrash threat. Do you remember that? No. <laughs> no. All right. Well, because a lot of times like headbangers ball got really cheesy because, you know, fucking guns and roses would be playing all day long during the day. And then yeah. headbangers ball would start. And then the first video on headbangers ball would be fucking sweet child of mine yeah, yeah. To, to appeal to other people. So there was a certain time frame where there was three three videos in a row they would play, and they called it the Triple Thrash Threat. That's the first time I saw the AF Anthem video, and I saw, for the first time, Injustice System. Yeah. Yeah, with Lou, with his awesome net shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to have the mesh. You got to have the mesh in 1989. <laughs> awesome. And I was like, holy shit. And then I went out and I bought that shit. So, yeah, man. So metal is like huge. Who I remember on uh, Headbangers Ball, the only time they would play a hardcore band would be the last video of the night with the credits rolling over it. Yeah, because that was like three uh, o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. And we were like, shit, they're playing the AF video. And we'd stay up all night waiting to see it. And then it'd be Just like, that one video. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I used to do that shit all the time Try to stay awake As a little kid For three in the morning To watch that I used to videotape them And shit Yeah Yeah Yeah, all the time I wonder if you could get uh, Like once we When Jamie Was the host We were actually on there once And uh, I wonder if you could actually Find that on YouTube I don't I don't see why not There's almost everything on YouTube Yeah Almost everything, man. Hit up Jamie. Jamie probably has it in his archive somewhere. <laughs> you know he has it. Yeah, he definitely has it. Somehow. Shit. Now, I wanted to... Uh, this is something that... if Because you, you had to fly back down to Florida. And I have to thank, once again... Actually, this, this, this when this episode drops... We're on podcast time right now. When this episode drops... It's, I'm going to have to say congratulations because two years ago, maybe like two weeks ago, you dropped Wake the Sleeping Dragon, mm. which was awesome because Jerry and the fellas invited me to do background vocals, which was kind of fucking cool. But Jerry kicked me out of a song. <laughs> he did. He threw me out because I couldn't get the proper cadence to the whoa, whoa, whoa's part in In a Vision. And he oh, was like, okay. somebody in there is fucking <laughs> not right. And I'm like, it's me. I admit it. I'm not here to take up your time. So I fucking stepped out of line. <laughs> yeah. But uh, 
but around that time frame, I had recorded episode 50 and you had to go back down to Florida. But what I did with them, and I just wanted to do just, just to fuck around. Um, I had picked my personal sick of it all set list. Uh huh. Do you hate where this is going right now? <laughs> Bring it on. All right. I got to get your feedback on some of these songs. Now, some of these songs, you obviously you played around that time frame, and most of these are not. I didn't put any staples from the normal set list in here. All right, but I went in order. Two songs per record. The Blood and the Sweat. I know you did, I know you did it on the Triborough tour. You know, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. yeah, but I'm saying is, you know, other than that. My Revenge. Didn't we do that on the, the Triborough thing? You, you did that, but I was at the Bowery Electric show and you did it at the Black Thorn in Queens. Oh, I thought we did it in Staten now, Island. That possible, but all I know is that the blood and the sweat and my revenge were not played at the Bowery Electric that I was at. But he's played politics, and I couldn't <laughs> fucking believe it. That was insane. <laughs> like I never thought I would ever hear this song live ever again. That's a good song, man. It's I a love that. Great song. It's like real. That's what you would call hardcore punk. Yes, without a doubt. Yeah. I was fucking shocked. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe they're playing this right now. So fucking good. <laughs> So good, man. It's like that shit brings you back. Like all of a sudden I felt like I was 14. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Off of uh, Just Look Around, Shut Me Out. Yeah. Are you a fan? Yeah, do you, yeah. Like, do you have, well, obviously you have say. I don't even know what the fuck I was about to say. But like to switch around the set list at all? Do you like? Yeah, but, but I, what I like about set lists is when we get them to really flow. Right. And the songs and the songs really connect, you know. Yeah. So it could be more of a sing along song, and then heavy song, then a super fast song. I, I like when things flow like that. And on a tour, I like getting comfortable with a set list sure. because then it's easier for me to. Move around, you go crazy. Know what I'm, know what I'm doing, know where I'm at, you know. Yeah. And then we're gonna be all right. Let's do this song we haven't played in, you know, ten years. <laughs> so I, I'm gonna sit there and be like, "How the fuck's this going?" Like, you know. Yeah. I have to have to look at my hands once in a while. Right. Yeah, I get it. I get it completely. <laughs> so shut me out. And I only seen you do it once, and this was at the Limelight in like '94 or '95. Great shows, though. Oh, my. Those, two, those two shows we played at the Limelight were unbelievable. I was at one of them. I think I was at the later one. I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, I remember the night very, very well because it was kind of fucked up, but I didn't care because it worked out great for me. I, I was with a bunch of friends of mine who really weren't into hardcore, and we just so happened to be driving past the Limelight. And I see... <laughs> and I see like our tribe, you know, I'm like, there's a show, there's a hardcore show happening here. So I rolled down the window and I don't know who it was. I was like, yo, who's playing tonight? And it was like, they were like sick of it all. I was like, no fucking way. I'm like, yo, all of you guys, 
<laughs> be safe, enjoy yourself. I opened the door and fucking walked out. They all called me a jerk off. This and that. I'm like, I don't give a shit, man. You guys are going to hang out in a bar to do the same old shit. I just yeah, stumbled upon yeah. a sick of it all show. I'm fucking in. <laughs> yeah. So that was the night. That's my favorite club overall. Yeah. It had an amazing sound system and there was no barricade. No, the stage was high though. Yeah. Yeah. The stage was high. You can't, you can't always have a CB stage, but it was yeah. a very high stage, but there was no barricade. Yeah. But it, that, that, didn't, that didn't slow anyone down, though. I remember it was crazy. I think the show that you're talking about was the first time that the entire, when we signed to Sony Electra Records, the entire record company and the president of the company came to see us. And they were just like, what the fuck? This is amazing, you know? Really? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, see, what I loved about that club was, you know, this is obviously, this is the early 90s, mid 90s, but mostly early 90s. But I saw so many bands and so many shows there by complete accident. Like, <laughs> because there were so many rooms and you had the shampoo room with all the hip hop. You had, you know, obviously the main room and then you had like the, and there was so many places to go and, at the time, I was doing fucking, you know, all the hallucinogenic, stupid drugs and shit. I was an idiot. But but you used to get lost in there. You know what I mean? And that yeah. place was fun. So, I mean, I seen so I saw Testament there on, like, the Souls of Black tour, some shit like that, by accident. I'm like, why do I hear practice what you preach right now? Am I going crazy in my head? No, fucking <laughs> there's Testament playing. Like, I had no idea they were playing. There were so many shows like that. I just stumbled upon seeing bands by accident, like you guys that night. And that was the last time that I remember seeing you guys play Violent Generation. Yeah, yeah. Which, which is one of my favorite songs over Just Look Around. Yeah, I don't even remember playing that. I, I remember playing it once when that record first came out, but I don't remember playing it after that. Uh, I, was like, I was going fucking out of my mind. I was screaming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, off a scratch the surface, insurrection. Yeah. I don't think I, I don't think I've ever heard you guys play that. We might have played it when the record first came out. Right. I remember on on a European run we played it. Yeah, not too well, so many not so many people understood it, but <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, Europe's different. You kind of have to change your set list for Europe too, no? Uh, when we play in the states, you got to play more of Blood Sweat. And just look around stuff. Yeah. yeah. And in Europe, what's great about it is like they want to hear the new record. Yes. And they, you know, and when you get to the shows, they know the new songs. You know, they're like in, in the States, people will pick a few songs from the new record. And three years after the record's out, then they'll be into it. Right. I guess it passes like now it's an old album. Yeah. So they could actually... Really like it. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's so bizarre, man. It's true. Now here's a song that I bring it up all the time, and Lou probably hates my guts because I bring it up all the time to break balls. But it's one of my favorite songs off of the record. Lou hates it. Armand, I brought it up on I brought it up on with Armand. He went, oh, I was like, and and Craig hates it too. Dude, uh -oh. you, you're gonna if, if please tell me you at least like the song. <laughs> one out of four return to reality uh, well, that's a piece <laughs> again <of crap. laughs> 
I can't. All four of you fucking guys. You know, I'm not a fan. I think we actually played that on the Warp Tour once. Like, the second Warp Tour we ever did. Uh-huh. And, uh... Somebody from Gorilla Biscuits wanted to hear it, so we played it, and it was it was just like a bomb, you know. Really, I fucking <laughs> love that song, dude. Your guitar tone in that song is ridiculous. <laughs> fucking, fucking Lou sounds like he's possessed. I don't know. There's something about that song, man. It's one of my favorites, and everyone, especially the band, they don't fucking like it. Ridiculous. <laughs> I don't understand why. Ah, maybe it's just me. I don't know. <laughs> Hey, um, he, he, I'm glad. I'm glad you like it. I fucking love that song, dude. I fucking love that song. Every time I hear it, like I, it's. I don't know. It it hits me a certain way. I don't know why. You know, it's funny about that song is the guitar just plays an E chord, but like three different ways in the main riff. So yeah, I, I, it's fucking it's, great. I think that that's what it is. It's easy for me. It's easy for me to play. <laughs> Bro, it's fucking. I don't know. One of my favorites. What are you gonna do? <laughs> off, off, a, off a built to last. Don't follow. That's a cool song. Love that fucking song. Um, I picked I picked three from that record. Laughing stock. We used to play that actually. Yeah, I remember playing those. I only I only seen you play. I never, I never saw you guys play. Don't follow. Maybe laughing stock. Maybe a couple times. Long time ago. You know, I remember playing Don't Follow in Europe. I, I remember that. Okay. <laughs> Did it go over well? Yeah. yeah. yeah because it's Europe. Uh, I remember one of our good friends from England wanted to hear it, so we actually played it in London once. <laughs> All right. Hey. And that's, a, that's a thousand years ago, so it doesn't... Yeah. Jungle. You know... I love gym, that fucking song. At the gym I go to... You know, I put on like the hardcore mix and they play Injustice System and they play Jungle on Pandora. And those are the only two songs that come up on the hardcore punk mix. Really? I what really was... like Jungle. Jungle's a really good song. Jungle's fucking awesome. How about throwing that back in the set list? Come on, guys. <laughs> I can play it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, shit. Um, I know you used to do it, but um, the actual song, the Call to arms. Every once in a while, say if we, we, to us changing the set is like, we'll take a popular song like that out for like a full touring yeah. season, I guess. Gotcha. And then we'll, we'll pop it back in every once in a while. Yeah. Last time I saw you play that song was a long time ago when you guys would direct support at the then called the Nokia Theater for the Dropkick Murphys. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a long time ago. Yeah, that was, I'm going to say that was like 06 or 07. But like what I was saying is when we play in the States, we have to put more old stuff in. Oh, yeah. So yeah. a song like Call the Arms would be taken out and, you know. Yeah, I got it. I completely understand. But we, we, we do play that in Europe a lot. It's uh, That's one of our coming back for an encore song. Oh, is it? Go, yeah, then we go into something and then us versus them and. And then that's it. Then, uh, then that's it. Right. <laughs> How about nails? I don't think we've, I think we played that once. Even though everybody in the band likes it. I think we only played it like once live or for like one tour, maybe. Really? 
Because huh. I remember that it never got any kind of a reaction in, in the States, you know, because people would just sit there and like, <laughs> <laughs> yo, it's so weird, man. It's like they'll stand there. <laughs> Like impress me type shit. It's like, come on, man, loosen the <laughs> loosen the fuck up, man. <laughs> it's a great song. How about disco sucks? Fuck everything. Great song. Great fucking song. Yeah. And you got that. And we, and and where'd you get the title from? I know where you got the title from. Will Shepard. It was written on his wall. Yes. <laughs> yeah, man. Written on his wall. Fucking <laughs> Willie Shepler. How about how about off of life on the ropes? The land increases is fucking heavy as fuck. Yeah, great song. I don't think we play anything off of life on the ropes. Uh, yeah, I don't think we. I, you don't. You used to play relentless. Yeah, yeah. Craig doesn't like playing that for some reason. So we kind of because there's something wrong with Craig. Yeah, and. He, he, you know, I don't know if you know this, but he really doesn't enjoy music whatsoever. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Pizza. <laughs> but, but, but no, but every once in a while, well, it was awesome that, that on the quarantine jams that you guys are doing, you guys did Paper Tiger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We wanted to, instead of doing Injustice System and, you know, Step yeah. down. We let's pick some different stuff, you know. And, and and what was more surprising to me, which I was like, "This is fucking great," is that you guys did the blend within. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I was like, "Well, that's like a fucking half a deep cut right there." To a lot of people, I was fucking. <laughs> I was I was pleasantly surprised. I like those things, man. But I'm sure you'd rather be playing them live in front of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the the room I'm sitting in is is the room that I recorded all those things and i would jump you know jump around in the room and stuff my daughter would be on the other side of the camera like rocking that's out awesome. <laughs> watching her dad that's great man and i think that's awesome like because you, you you how old you your daughter if you don't mind me asking she's eight all right my i have an 11 year old little girl too well, that's awesome man i see pictures she goes all over the place with you yeah yeah that's it's like i have this great job i'm i want my family to come witness this you know dude because it's so awesome she has fr she has friends all over the world and some of them don't even speak english but they're kids yeah you know and when kids get together they just play you know yeah and it's it's pretty cool that's so, uh, incredible man yeah and it's, an it's awesome like experience what a what a cool unique childhood man <laughs> yeah for real it's fucking yeah, beautiful here's a good story we were playing I can't really remember the festival, but it was really, you know, it was getting down in the place. There was like 15,000, 10,000 people and the place is going off. And then the entire power of the stage just boom, shuts off. Ah. And it's like, it kills the mode and it kills. And everyone's like, ooh, and they're all booing at the sound people and everyone running around trying to fix it. And my daughter walks out on stage and she's like, what's wrong, daddy? I said, nothing. I said, do something. The people want to see something. So, you know, that dance, you know, that thing, the floss. Yeah. <laughs> she started doing that. And Uncle Armand started doing a, a beat. Uh -huh. And the place went fucking crazy. That's like, even, even more than when we were playing. And everyone's like cheering and yelling. 
And then the power comes on and it made the show like a hundred times the level that it was at. And people uh, just went berserk. So she she like saved the day on that one. <laughs> oh, that's fucking that's amazing, dude. That's a beautiful yeah. thing, man. You know, being and a that, father and having a little girl, like <laughs> that's awesome, man. Oh, it's the best. I love having her there. Cause in the daytime we'll go, you know, see the castle or even just walk around the festival grounds. Yeah. She loves that because people are always giving us free stuff, you know? Yeah, of course. That's great, man. That's awesome. And how cool is that? She's eight years old and she has friends around the world. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's great, man. Fucking beautiful thing. <laughs> yep. How about butting heads? You don't play that awful life on the ropes. No. No. Maria White Trash, one of my fucking favorites. I saw you guys play it at the 20th anniversary at BB Kings. Yeah, yeah. That's one of Lou's favorites, too. I don't know. I don't know why we don't do it, but I'm, I'm sure we can. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm sure. You I'm know what? On, on the, when we toured with Suicidal, we were playing in Texas, and the actual Maria White Trash yes. showed up at the show. Awesome. So we played it for her. You have to play. <laughs> this is dedicated to this one right here. That's great. The real Maria White Trash. Hell, here's a deep cut. The song Leader. That's the tyrant. Wow. Sad, oh, yeah. you, I threw you for a curveball, huh? I have to remember. Leader. That's a good song. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. It's a good song. I think we, we don't do it is because there'll be... It has something to do with the vocals, and Lou doesn't. Lou has so much to say that oh, me and Craig, Lou, he'll throw, he'll blow his fucking voice. Yeah, yeah. So I, <laughs> this is this is what happens when we try something new. Uh, let's do it in sound check. Right. If somebody fucks up, ah, forget it, forget it. <laughs> That's it. Fuck this. Painting Instead it. of just going, hey, let's try it again. Nah, <laughs> fuck it, fuck it, forget about it. All right. <laughs> uh, the last European tour, we were going to do uh, uh, maladjusted. Love. And I said, let's do this a different intro. I hummed it to him. So we fucked it up the first time. Ah, forget it. Forget it. I don't want to do that. Forget that song. And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. You, you did that at the Bowery Electric at the Triborough Tour, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, That's hello. A That's Lucy. Hi. How are you? I'm Jimmy. Nice to meet you. Hi. She I has to go to bed soon. I I'm not gonna keep. I'm not gonna keep your dad too much longer. I heard you have friends around the world. That's pretty <laughs> awesome. She 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 was sad because we missed out on this summer's European uh, vacations. You know, of course, of course, <laughs> you'll get back out there. Hopefully, next yeah. summer you'll be out there seeing your friends across the pond. I hope so too. Uh huh. Are you getting ready for bed? Okay, I got thirty more minutes. No. Okay, no, no, no. All right. <laughs> not even. I'll keep you 10, 10 15 more minutes tops. And I'll not sure. I don't want to. I'm not going to hold you. Uh-oh. Lucy just got in trouble. Oh, yeah? Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, she has to go to bed at 8. She's actually going to school. Oh, really? Yeah. The, uh, the online thing here, it was like, oof. Here, do this. Take a test. Done. Right. And it's like, 
There wasn't any learning involved. No, not at all. But but the school is it's it's done really cool. They have you know little plexiglass things between everybody, and everyone wears masks. And yeah, it's uh, two kids at a you know like the old school lunch tables. Sure, there'd be one kid at one end and the other kid at the other end. So yeah, it's done pretty pretty well. Yeah, things are going good, and she actually likes it a lot more than sitting home you know well, of course man you got to get a you have to get out of the house b there's got to be some social real life interaction with these kids i feel terrible for my daughter she's only going back twice a week she's in jersey but she's yeah. going back twice a week and then it's like it's like once you're in the classroom they're being also taught virtually there's oh like, wow. there's like an over there's like a teacher but she's not really teaching them anything She's giving them like programs or websites or whatever to log into. And somebody else, it'll be like a Zoom meeting. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> it's very strange, man. Like, that's that's what I feel the most bad for these kids during this whole thing. It's like yeah. these are like formative years, man. You know, you know better than everybody, you know, formative yeah. years. When I was eight, nine, 10, 11 years old, what do you do? You go out, you play, you're running around, you wait all your friends and you're stuck on a Zoom video trying to learn some <laughs> weird math. Yeah, yeah. And I don't understand the math. I'm, you know, there's math stuff. I'm saying, okay, you borrow from the tens column. Right. No, no, we don't do that. Don't teach you that, dude. So that's, I, that's, that's all I, I know. Feel like <laughs> such a moron. <laughs> it's bad. You, you got to Google. St- it's it's crazy, man. What these kids are being taught. This common yeah. crazy. Yeah, whatever. We could get into a whole tangent about that. <laughs> yeah, but let me just wrap this this little thing up. Good cop. That's a good song. It's a fucking great yeah. song. I was listening to it on the subway ride home back from work today. Yeah, when when the record came out, we played it. It was it was in the the set. But when I say like all these songs that you're saying, these are all European sets. Gotcha. Because in the states, you know, people will show up and they're only going to dance for friends like you. Uh, they're only going to dance for Injustice System, right? You know, yeah, and and scratch the surface. And stuff like that. And the rest of the time, they'll just stand there. And it's like, you know, the songs are, yeah. it's, it's all good stuff, you know? It is. It is. Not, not everything is clobbering time. Dude. You yeah. know what I mean? And I understand that those songs mean a lot to people because it brings them back to a time. 100%. They were, they were free. And it was, you know, it was making their lives and stuff. But it's like, like Lou always says, we've put records out like every two years for the last 35 years. Yeah, it's like, get with the program, people. Yeah, man. I and get the, last rec- the last few records we did were not tooting my own horn, but it, they're fucking really good. They're really Heavy fucking shit, good. Super aggressive. Yeah. What else All do you want? Yeah, <laughs> All of them. And uh, listen, and, and uh, my own personal opinion, yes, every one of them is a sick of it all record, but they all have their little differences, which I think yeah, is fucking yeah. great. Like the huge, like, like from the first record into just look around is your guitar. It's, it's completely different. It's more, yeah. a little bit more melodic, but it's fucking hard as shit too. It's every record has its own thing. Like I know now it's probably the cool record to like, but I know just from knowing the history of the band and being a fan and all that shit is like yours truly wasn't really well received in the beginning. I fucking love that record. It's it's a good record. 
It's a great yeah. record. It's, yeah. it's it's a little bit different than scratch the surface, of course, but it's still fucking good shit. Not everything can be scratched the surface. You know, yeah. Vinny Stigma once said it, uh, but, but he says a lot of really good things, Vinny. But he was like, oh, oh you know, oh, well, this one doesn't sound like one voice. He's like, what the fuck? He's like, then do you want one voice? Then just go fucking listen to one voice then. Yeah, it's like, yeah. what do you want from me? I'm not going to say make the same record over and over and over and over again. Yeah. It's the truth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, listen. Um, Beltway Getaway. Beltway Getaway. <laughs> what song is that? <laughs> Dude, based on a true story. <laughs> you don't even know it? No, no I do it. Uh, but I what is that it. one? All right, how about Beef Between Vegans? That's fucking so good. That's a good, yeah. I, th- I We were, if we were going to tour last summer, that was going to be in the set. Yeah. But Bull's Anthem, I think, now has to be a staple in the set list. Yeah, yeah. It's, That's it's, the thing. is now, now there's going to be so many staples in the set, we're going to have to play longer than we usually want to. <laughs> right. You know, it's just like you're, you're like losing your shit for, you know, 55 minutes, and then you're like, all right. All right. Time to <laughs> pack it up, kids. My knee's exploding. Come on. I got it. Right. <laughs> yep. And two plus two. I th- that was going to be in the set, too. I want to know why fucking Craig is drinking fucking cold broth in it. That's just... just <laughs> why don't you should just uh, call him up and ask him. Yeah. He'll have I, no, he'll, have, he'll hold me hostage for longer than we're talking about cold <laughs> broth. Yeah, let, let me tell you about Craig and his... Uh, <laughs> like when you get a random text from him. Oh, no, they're paragraphs. They're yeah, paragraphs. Yeah. He'll get up in the morning, say on tour in Europe, and he'll sit down there picking his toenails, and then he'll get his entire like phone book and send out the same fucking paragraph to everybody and see who bites. Does he do that? <laughs> Yo, that's terrible if he does that. Shame oh, on you, Chris. <laughs> And you can tell he does the talk to text like he does not right. type because right. I'll, I'll respond. I'll be like, "Oh yeah, what's going on?" And three seconds later, there's something this big. Yeah, yeah. it's like you're just babbling in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> He's uh, if I'm on the bus sleeping, for some reason he'll come to where you know, like where a table and chair is near near my bunk. I always sleep towards the front of the bus, and he'll sit there. And he'll be like, you, you won't hear what he's saying, but there's like a little little alert telling you that he sent the, the message. So it's like, and it'll go on for fucking hours. And I, and I could you shut that fucking noise off? And I don't know how. I don't know how to do that stuff. Yeah, he doesn't know how. He doesn't know how to lower the volume of the fucking thing. Right. Unbelievable. <laughs> Oh, what a character. He's going to love this because we're talking about him. So. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. <laughs> so that's one of the best shows I've ever seen. That's <laughs> what's talking about me. That was great. <laughs> Got into some really good stuff. <laughs> we didn't talk about pizza, though. Dang. Oh, shit. Well, fucking cool, man. Well, listen, where can people buy, like, your shirts and shit, man? Uh, 
for the shirts, you just got to go on to my Instagram. It's at, up in the, the bio. I'm sick of it all. Yeah, yeah. That's the only social media you're on, right? Yeah. I have a TikTok account that I post silly videos of my daughter's stuffed chicken. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, nothing That's wrong with a stuffed chicken. No, no. I'm wrong with that. Like I, I label it hot chick in the shower and it's a chicken, you know. Nice. Okay. So it gets I, mean, I mean band related stuff. Like that's you know, <laughs> and shit. But yeah, but yeah, uh, you're better you're better off. Like Facebook is a whole shit show, but yeah, Instagram is Yeah, I, I just you know, just Instagram, that's all. Yeah, at Pete Sick of it all. Um yeah. by the book. Do you, yeah. do you, God. Hope, I don't know when the audio thing is going to be scheduled to be released, but we're working on it. You know, yeah. <laughs> like we, we try to do a session each weekend, but now we're going to start doubling it up. Like I got one Saturday and then another one on Tuesday. Okay. And like I said, it's like, everyone's like, Oh, you're just reading, but you have to read it and get it right. Right. And I'm, re- I have a walk-in closet in my bedroom and that's where I record because all the clothing you know, yeah. sucks up all the sounds. So I'm stuck in my closet, That's you know, sitting like this, like sweating, like, and yeah, then was, after a while, you can't see the words. You're like, yeah, and I was going to say, you can't put like a fan or something in there because you no, can hear it. it. Yeah, the, the microphone picks up everything. It's even almost if like a makeshift turn, sauna. <laughs> it's like, even if you're turning the pages, oh, wait, wait, I heard the page turn. Try not to do that. And you're like, oh my oh, God. <laughs> so Jerry has, Jerry's producing it. Mm-hmm. So when we're online recording it, uh, we all have our phones that we're connected with our headphones, but we're recording a mic into a laptop. So Jerry's like, all right, uh, try that again. Maybe say it like this. Maybe you miss the, uh, the punctuation and the question mark and whatever, you know? Yeah. So. But that's great, man, because, you know, the audio book will be awesome. I usually listen to audio books, but I bought the book itself, but I'll definitely get the audio book to listen to it, like to and from work and shit on the train. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I buy a book, I'll read it and then I'll buy the audio book to hear yeah. someone else telling it. You know what sure. I mean? Yes, absolutely. I do the same shit. Do you mind if I just shout out my sponsors real quick and then I'll let you go? Sure. Are you a coffee guy, Pete? Of course. You are? Yes. Well, check this out. This is perfect for you. Perfect. Dead Sled Coffee. Right? Uh, Did you ever hear of them? I have not. You have not? Well, they recently, well, well, a while ago, and I think they did a second run, they did a special brew with Wisdom and Chains. Oh, cool, cool. Yes. So they, and they also did a special brew with the, the New York City ska band, The Toasters. Very cool. Maybe sick of it all could fucking get yourself a nice fucking coffee, man. That'd be all right. Yeah, (laughs) they're awesome. They just signed the contract. They're doing a, it's called a Nightmare Brew or something with Robert Englund, Freddy Krueger from Nightmare on Elm Street, too. Cool. I I, I love horror movies. (laughs) And you love hardcore music. You're in a band and and that's like (laughs) coffee is coffee (laughs) and they work with musicians and they do horror shit. So if you go to deadslikecoffee.com and you put in promo code Brooklyn Blast, you get 15% off of your order and any order over 40 bucks is free domestic shipping. Very nice. Very nice. And they're on Instagram, deadslikecoffee, everywhere, deadslikecoffee. And then Generation Records, which you're also familiar with, 
located at 210 Thompson Street in the West Village here in New York City. Follow them on Instagram at Generation Records. And go to generationrecords.bigcartel.com and you can they have their mail order stuff. You can buy shit online. But go to the brick and mortar spot. They have survived this pandemic thus far. So once again, 210 Thompson Street. Shout out to Mark and all those guys, Ron Grimaldi. And uh, who else? New Republic Printing. For screen printing, embroidery, vinyl stickers, and buttons, if you go to newrepublicprinting.net, there's a drop-down menu. Any kind of brand of clothing you want to get shit printed on, they have whatever you need. But the thing about them, listen to this, Pete. They, uh, <laughs> as I was doing this, Craig was abusing me. He's like, look at you, you're hamming it up like an idiot. He's abusing me while I'm doing all these things. Um, <laughs> uh, if New Republic Printing on Instagram, but the thing about them is... There is no screen fees, no setup fees. And if you get your order delivered to a commercial address, like your job, or if you're cool with like the guy at the bodega or the gas station, you give them the address, it's free UPS ground shipping. So you can get 10,000 shirts made and have 150 boxes delivered. It doesn't cost you a dime. That's pretty cool. He's been doing this shit. He used to do a lot of agnostic front shit. Like he was, he's been around for like 15 years. New Republic Printing. And those are my three sponsors thus far. Small, local people, you know, guys that do good things. <laughs> Dead Sled Coffee, Pete, you'll like it. I'll check it now, out. Yes. Now, one last thing. Um, this will go up raw on YouTube, and I usually run it on the face. There's a Facebook group where I'll just run it raw this way. But the audio version, which goes everywhere, you know, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, like it's everywhere. Um, I'll have, I put my intro on and I have to ask you to end this episode with a Sick of It All song of your choice. Sick of It All song of my choice. Yeah, of course. Uh, Old, new, in between, completely up to you. How about off the newest record, uh, The Snake? The Snake off of Wake the Sleeping Dragon. Yeah. That works for me. Awesome, dude. And follow Pete at Pete Sick of It All on, uh, on Instagram. Check please it out. Do. Please do. Yeah, please do. Um, I'm going to start doing some guitar stuff on there, maybe, you know. Since, hey, there you go. You know. Since we're why trying not? to do some duets, whatever. You do, a nice, you do a nice little acoustic set. Nah. No? <laughs> Why not? Nah. World, full of, world full of hate, acoustic, acapella. <laughs> oh, boy, that would be... Well, I want to do like a, a split screen thing and I'll record right. you know, my part and then anyone else could do the duet. They could sing the, the lyrics or something. Listen, you're on to something. Between, between that and the fucking Fight Rock merch idea. <laughs> oh. We're going to be big. You're going to be big. You're going to blow up next summer. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. So yeah, follow me on on Instagram at the Brooklyn Blast Furnace. There's a link in my in the bio where you'll find the podcast wherever it is on YouTube, everywhere. And uh, that's it, and that's all. Thank you so much for your time, man. No problem. Make sure everyone goes out and votes. Yes, go vote. Do 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 the right thing. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. And with that, we're over here now. <laughs> Pete, be safe and uh, I hope everything gets back to normal and you guys can go back on tour and fucking do what you're supposed to be doing 
Yeah, me too. Yeah, man. Uh, thanks a lot, man. Nah, thank you, man. See, this is cool. And we didn't we didn't go over the same redundant shit. At least I don't think we did. <laughs> no, no. All right. Awesome, dude. <laughs> the blood and the sweat, the history of the Cola Brothers. Go grab it. And once again, Pete Sickman on Instagram and just check him out and just fucking watch for the release date for the audio book, the shirts, this, that, and the other thing. Thank you very much. My man. Be safe, brother. All right, man. I'll see you later. Later, man. <laughs> <laughs>